skin. Time for another walk down dusty paths and cracked sidewalks, through silent neighborhoods and noisy boulevards. Maybe I'll walk down your street some night. These days there is a particular spring to my step because the weather is getting cooler as fall begins. It's October now, and each step brings me closer to Halloween night. Hello, friends. It's Jedediah Gravesmore here to fill your head with more spooky bits and scary pieces. Tonight, the wind brings a tale. Mmm, and a delicious smell of chili. Are you hungry? <laughs> One Halloween night, not long ago, I found myself walking toe to toe down an old dark road with dim yellow lights from old street lamps. It was quite a sight. The shadows cast on that dark street like monsters looking for fresh red meat. My stomach growled. I needed some food. Too old to trick or treat and I wasn't in the mood. Then up ahead, I saw a sign. B's Truck Stop. It seemed just fine to walk right in and get some chow. Too bad I had no money now. I was broke and needed a job. My girlfriend said I was a lazy slob. That's why I was walking on Halloween night. I left her house after we got in a fight. I don't need food. I'll be just fine, I told myself. Then I saw the sign. It seemed to just magically appear in the front window. Help wanted here. Come in and talk about employment now and receive for free some first-rate chow. At first I didn't know what to do. It all seemed too good to be true. Free food and a job on Halloween night? Something about this just didn't seem right. That old truck stop seemed suddenly spooky, like an old haunted castle from a creepy movie. I'm being silly, I said. It's all in my head. It's not like I'm going to end up dead. I'll just talk to them for a minute or two and see if they give me a sandwich or some stew. My stomach wanted me to head for the door. My heart wanted me to run and look no more at that neon sign glowing green and red. A strange growl from my stomach stopped the fight in my head. Before I knew it, I had rushed to the door, my heart pounding harder than ever before. I could hear the buzz from the neon sign and for a second almost changed my mind. When a woman appeared, waving to me, she was something different from what I could see, half in shadow, half in light. Her high beehive hair was quite a sight. 
The starched uniforms seemed kind of nifty, like something straight out of 1960. A pink and white striped very short dress. Name tag said B, pinned to her breast. Stretched across, her legs were boots made of leather. I have to say, she was well put together. Except in that light, or so it seemed, her skin looked to me like a light shade of green. In the corner of her mouth hung a long cigarette. She winked one eye, saying, You ain't seen nothing yet. Come on in, hun, and take a seat. You're just in time for quite a treat. Her voice was hoarse and kind of low. I walked inside, moving quite slow. The truck stop was empty. No one was around. My stomach growling was the only sound that you could hear when the smell hit my nose. Delicious food that makes an appetite grow. In my mind, I could see delectable meat being cooked on a grill just for me to eat. Come sit in the booth. Take a load off, honey. I have to ask, do you have any money? I stammered and stuttered. I, I couldn't reply. I was broke. That was something I couldn't deny. Oh, please, kind lady of B's truck stop. My last meal was this morning. It's now ten o'clock. I saw your sign, help wanted here. It promised food. That was very clear. B looked at me for what seemed a while. Then her mouth turned up in a crooked smile. Do you want the job? We lost our bus of Billy. You can start at midnight. I'll be back with some chili. Tonight is our busiest night. Once the rush starts, it will go till first light. She wiggled away to get me a bowl, turned once around winking with eyes dark as coal. My heart stopped for a second, a buzz in my head. As the kitchen door closed, her eyes turned bright red. I was still very hungry, but those eyes made it clear I needed to run, bolt, scamper, just get out of here. I started to slide out the booth and head for the door, but my legs were too weak and instead hit the floor. I scrambled around to get to my feet when again I smelled the delicious cooking meat. There she was above my head. You should sit back down and do what I said, she said with a grin. I got your chili now. We can begin. To talk about your employment here. Here, take a taste. Would you like a cold beer? She picked me up to my feet, practically carried me back to the seat. She set the bowl down with a cold beer, smiled and winked, and made it quite clear that leaving this place was not in her plan. By sliding next to me, a big spoon in her hand. Try my chili. It's the best you've ever had. Take a bite now, hun. Before I get mad. She said the last part with a smile and a wink. She licked her lips with a tongue that's bright pink. 
and spooned up some chili, raised it to my mouth. It's a special recipe I got from down south, a Texas blend in honor of poor Billy. The reason he's gone is actually quite silly. Not sure where he was going, never clear where he'd been. It seemed like something was always eating at him. She held my nose for a moment till I had to open wide. Then she tipped the spoon up, sighting the chili inside. It burned at my tongue. It rattled my gums. It shook at my teeth. This wasn't any fun. I wanted to go home, get out of this place. When suddenly, I was hit with the wonderful taste. It was the best chili I ever had. I needed more, or I would go mad. I grabbed the spoon and started shoveling it down. Bee smiled at me, not making a sound. Before I knew it, four bowls I did eat. What a feast it was! What a Halloween treat! I'll take the job. I'll take Billy's place. I said as Bee wiped chili from my face. You can start tonight. The rush will be here soon. You're in luck. To start on a Halloween full moon. A chilling moan pierced the night, followed by a growl that gave me a fright. At that moment, I wanted to leave B's truck stop. It made my heart race and my stomach flip flop. Then the howl in the night became a word hung in the air. I wish I'd heard it before. That word was beware. I came to my senses. I needed to go. I tried to stand up. I was moving too slow. My vision blurred. I wasn't feeling good at all. Too late, said B. Don't stand or you'll fall. Her cold hand touched my shoulder. It really felt creepy. She had spiked the chili. I was suddenly sleepy. My head began to buzz. My eyes grew dim. I had no idea what trouble I was in. I tried to fight, to stay awake. I cried, "B, let me go, for goodness' sake!" But B just smiled and shook her head. "No time for that. Now rest, sleepyhead. You've eaten quite a bit of my Texas chili." There's hardly any left of our former busser Billy. You eagerly ate four bowls of him now. Just like the sign said, that was first-rate chow. And speaking of sign, I should light up the rest to keep Zombie's truck stop looking its best. I couldn't fight sleep a moment more. The last thing I heard was a rattle at the door. Before I fell into a dark, troubled rest, I woke up feeling a cold hand on my chest. It was B waking me up. Wake, hun! It's time for them to sup. You hear them outside. They're rattling the door. When I open it up. They'll shuffle across the floor, and take a small bite of what they love best. I'll tell them to leave your heart in your chest. B opened the door, and in they shuffled. My yells and screams were soon muffled by the moans and snarls of zombies galore. I couldn't get away. I was tied to the floor. 
So that's my story. But don't feel sad. My life turned out not so bad. I'm B's best busser. That's quite clear. Though I'm missing some fingers, a nose and an ear. So if you find yourself some Halloween night, walking a road with yellow streetlights, and a sign up ahead suddenly appears. Just remember, we serve the living dead here. Oh, what luck to find a new job on Halloween night. I wonder if the old saying is true. You know the one about you are what you eat. If that's true, then B won't have to make a new name tag for her newest employee. <laughs> this last poem tonight is about a Halloween night and how some trick-or-treaters can come knocking on your door looking for a different kind of treat. Three knocks at the door with giggles and shuffling feet. It's Halloween night. The kids are here for a treat. Costumes and masks hide smiling faces. They all come to this house from different places. For I have the best candy for them. They all come early so their fun can begin. I know they'll be back a time or two. It's part of Halloween. What else can I do? Give them the candy and send them on their way. It's part of the night. What else can I say? Soon it slows down, fewer knocks on the door. I'm glad it's almost done, for the candy is no more. Well, there's a few chocolate bars in the bowl that I left for a treat just for me. When I sit down to rest, I turn on the TV. It's already 11 o'clock. When I prop my feet up is when I hear the knock. I tell myself not to answer. I should just ignore. But I give a big sigh and put my feet on the floor. If they get a chance, my house could get tricked teepeed or egged, then I'd be in a fix. I took the last chocolate out of the bowl. This would be the last treat tonight. That was my goal. I opened the door to the cold night air, and to my surprise, there was no one there. I stepped on my porch into the dark night, on the sidewalk stood a boy with a dim flashlight. 
He was dressed like an alien from outer space. Green skin, big eyed mask covered his face. He looked to be about eight or nine, no parents around. He stood there, staring, didn't make a sound. Hey there, kid. Are you lost? Where's your folks? Are they hiding in the bushes? Is this a Halloween joke? The kid shook his head and gave me a smile. We both stood there staring for a while. I didn't want to scare him, but I didn't know what to say. I took out my phone to call someone, hoping he wouldn't run away. I walked slowly towards him with the candy bar in hand. I give him a treat, call the police. That was my plan. I got to the sidewalk and saw even more. Down the street, at every house, was a kid at the door. They all were dressed the same as the kid next to me. They all knocked on the doors and giggled with glee and stepped back to the sidewalk to stand there and wait. Even at old man Gibbon's house with its cast iron gate. I turned to my kid and my heart began to race when I realized that's not a mask but a twisted face. He pointed the flashlight at me. It made a funny sound, and before I knew it, I fell to the ground. The little creature stood over me with a smile on his face, showing glowing yellow teeth, sharp and all in place. His long, bony fingers moved across my skin. I was confused, but what he did next made the terror begin. A long green tongue came out and licked my head. It was warm and slimy and filled me with dread. It called to the others. What it said gave me a fright. We'll leave this one here. He's just not ripe. The others passed by looking down at my face. Each dragged a big sack that wiggled all over the place. Everyone that night that opened their door was greeted like I was, then shocked to the floor. Put in their white sacks and slowly dragged down the street. The little green men saying, what a night, what a treat. My little green man smiled and stared down at me took the chocolate bar, then giggled with glee. It sniffed at the candy, then smiled and said, Listen close to me now. Keep this thought in your head. This chocolate is awesome, and you're not my type. Too green to be taken this Halloween night. Next year, we'll be back. You'll be ready for us with more chocolate bars. Now, don't make a fuss. You're not quite tasty for our Halloween treat. Without lots of candy next year, you could 
be our fresh meat. He winked at me so I'd understand. Then he grabbed my arm and shook my limp hand. I lay on the ground for the rest of the night, not able to move and filled with such fright. I know I can run, but I'll never get far. My only hope is next year to buy bigger candy bars. My, my. I'm sure our friend will have plenty of candy to give out next time. I hope you have enough too. I'm sure you'll be okay. But just in case, make sure to slip an extra candy bar to the kid in the alien mask. <laughs> this is Jedediah Gravesmore, hoping you have a good night's sleep. Don't forget to count down the days till Halloween.